a great I'd like to recommend a book to everybody becoming becoming supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza is a very good book it teaches it breaks down the structure of how we get into situations that it feels like we're just in a rut uh, of, of a negative of a negative cycle and how it is that happens through us training ourselves programming our minds to be addicted to these negative states of consciousness that we that we so hold on to you know you get an experience of a fight or flight emotion and that triggers that 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 emotional uh charge is so intense that it stores in your memory and then as you relive that experience over and over and over and over within your memory you become addicted to that feeling you become addicted to that fight or flight emotion your body craves it and that can lead into a spiral of autoimmune diseases uh, negative thought processes and etc but i love his work because it's this the things that really make me excited are things relating towards spirituality, mysticism, metaphysical stuff. I'm talking about astral projection, dreams, uh, how the subconscious is influenced, the higher spirits, the souls, spirit, the difference between those two. Uh, they they kind of all tie in together, meditation, prayer, um, as well as uh, psychedelics as well. All these altered states of consciousness. One thing that I've seen when it comes to you get into a deep session of meditation is that you you're here but you're not here at the same time like i'm physically here but i'm in a space that's complete blackness that's within a different dimension and i've experienced that within my dreams as well and the thing is i've experienced that on psychedelics as well these things all interlie interweave within each other it might be the same place that you're going to every time that you go to sleep in terms of that conscious realm uh but it reminded me because today i had a dream i had a specific dream about an individual and it goes to show that your subconscious mind really brings things to the surface so that you can deal with them i've been praying <laughs> it's like what well, the way that i see it is that Cause I pray, I try to pray at least five times a day. Ideally, I could get seven, but I pray about things that I want to be revealed to me. I'll ask my subconscious to reveal things to me. I'll ask for certain things to reveal by myself. Uh, you know, to take action, yada yada yada. And it's almost it's, it's me training my brain in order to in order to see these things, in order to be attuned with these things it's it's opening up the antenna to realize these uh these situations and by these situations meaning that say i'm praying i'm consistently praying about uh please god reveal to me uh a certain thing about an individual if they're meant to be in my life or if they're not meant to be in my life and i'll go and i'll go to sleep and then lo and behold the answer is there wake up the next day and it's just like okay there we go and over time, your intuition builds and it's telling you that you shouldn't be doing this with this certain person. You shouldn't be doing this with anybody, you know. You shouldn't be out here at this certain location in this period of time. It's, it's like building a, it's building a stronger muscle of 
being in alignment with your prayer, with your word, and and your mind and your body. Uh, so meditation is almost meditation is is kind of sifting out the it's sifting out all the gunk and all the garbage that you encounter every single day. You're on Twitter, you're seeing 15 different opinions, Instagram, 30 different opinions. And now it's like you're being bombarded with at least a thousand thoughts outside of yourselves every day. And especially in the beginning stages of meditation, you're kind of sifting through all that, all that gunk, all that gunk, all that gunk. And then finally the water becomes more clear. And then now it's like, okay, now I'm in this state where everything's clear. And the state when everything's clear, it really feels like there's nothing in your mind. You're you're very open to whatever you're you're open to receive anything from the creator, from whatever you want to call it, God, the consciousness. These are all just different words for the creator. But you're really open to that infinite possibility. And I've been in situations where it it's it's so weird to to talk about it because if you haven't experienced it, then you don't really know what it what it is. But you're literally you literally have no thoughts. And I know some people. Oh, I don't have thoughts. No, you, you're always thinking, man. I'm telling you, you're always thinking. But you, you have zero thoughts, and you you your your senses are just so heightened in terms of I can smell, I can. S- my eyes are closed, but I can see, I know what's around me in terms of mental imagery. Uh, I had my eyes closed, but it was like I had my eyes open. And then, as, as, as time's passing by, I don't, when, I'm get, when I get into the states, I can't stay in, t- in them uh, for long, even though I've been meditating for so long. But you get into this state where it's like, okay, now I can reprogram my brain and give myself words of affirmation that will change my mindset. So, and that's a powerful way to, I feel like you're kind of going uh, past the reptilian brain and getting into the subconscious. And when you get into that subconscious, it's through repetition, 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 constantly, constantly repeating these specific mantras, whether it's the prayer or it's a specific uh, mantra that you have during meditation, these things consistently, and then they tie, they, the way that they tie into it is that you're training your subconscious and then when you go into your dreams, you see now the answers of what it is that you're asking for. Now you're seeing a different reality of your of your affirmations being represented. You're, you're now starting to see your future, you know? I remember I, I, had, a, <laughs> I had a dream about uh, me. I wanted to dunk so bad and I had a dream of a... Uh, I've been working on my hops, and it's like I had a dream that I could dunk a couple couple months ago, to be honest. And I'm almost there, man, to be honest. Like, one day is going to come. So it's almost as if that that dream is wasn't even necessarily a dream. It was a vision, a vision to see what's to come. Uh, but one thing I, I, I'm noticing about the... the your sub your subconscious literally plays out within your dream. If you can pay attention to your dreams, you'll know exactly where you are mentally. You'll know exactly where you are in terms of how you think about yourself, in terms of problems that you're facing with other individuals. And I'm just trying to figure out ways to to manipulate that to get even better with that. Maybe maybe with uh, lucid dreaming, I can start 
creating realities, creating things, which people have done. I've lucid dream only, dreamt only a couple times. And, well, I wouldn't say a couple times, probably a, a couple, 10, 10 to 15 times. And it is literally like a movie. And to put all this into perspective, I think the astral realm, like where you're dreaming, this other state of consciousness, this is, this seems like, to me, it feels like this is where you're going to go when you die. You know, you're meeting people from from different re- from different times. We need to find a better word for time. We need to find a better word for time because in this realm, there is no time. It's just is. You know, as I'm praying, I'm praying for my previous self and my future self at the same time. I, I, I still don't I still don't understand how to <sighs> these things are hard and this is one thing that I find that I struggle with and a lot of people struggle with that who are who feel and know the feeling of it but it's hard to put these feelings into words you genuinely have to feel them and I guess it's my job or not even my job I guess it's, it's Yeah, it is my job to to better articulate how it is the, the experiences that I'm experiencing. But I'm telling you, bro, they're so hard because these are not things that are necessarily what you see on the everyday. You know, these are mystical experiences. These are experiences that everyone's open to. Everyone's open to these these experiences, but they don't happen often and when they do happen they're very transcendental meaning that they shift your life they they trans you transcend this physical reality and when you get into that the unknown it's very it's very hard to, to conceptualize very hard to conceptualize but to, to to bring it back when you die and you get into that state i feel like you can communicate with anything within that state of consciousness though break it down so say you go into the astral realm right people who are already dead entities who (laughs) never even lived (laughs) are all within this realm and that's where you can freely communicate with whatever being whatever it may see whatever it is we'll just say beings for now that's where you can communicate with them you can get there by dying (laughs) <laughs> but in order to be open to that in order to be able to communicate uh in that realm after you die you have to train your mind and your body and your soul to be able to to be able to to realize when you're in that state and therefore communicate so meditation when you get into these altered states of consciousness, when you remove all the gunk of all the stuff you've been uh, going through throughout the day, and you get into that tapped-in subconscious, that's like training you into realizing that, okay, I'm in this state. I can freely maneuver. I can do whatever. Ah, this is this is very tough for me to describe. Uh, I, we'll, we'll, we'll stick with dreams for now. Say you get into, say you're, a dream, dreams is a perfect example. When you dream and you're able to lucid dream, I feel like it's the same thing that, it's the same thing of when you die. When you dream and you're in autopilot, that's just whatever. 
But when you train yourself to lucid dream, now you can fully manipulate your environment. You can do what you need to do and whatever. One thing that I've done as I'm lucid dreaming is pray. And <laughs> that that's that's powerful. That's very powerful. It's It removes the barrier that you feel sometimes in this physical state. And it goes straight directly. It's almost as if I was sending a even less filtered out message to the creator and I was receiving the energy back and that was very interesting but when you get into this dream these dream states and you're able to lucid dream when you die it's almost as if you're lucid dreaming if you but the thing is is that you have to train yourself to be able to lucid dream to get to that point where you die and you're able to awake to re to to resurrect i should say well, I, I don't believe Jesus resurrected like in the physical sense. I believe like he resurrected on the third day in terms of the spiritual sense. And he journeyed his way to paradise or whatever the story tells. But that's the whole metaphysical realm and everything along that nature is very complex. And it's going to be a lifelong journey in order to figure out the best way I can describe it in a way that can paint a beautiful picture for you guys. Now bringing it all back <laughs> to Dr. Joe Dispenza. He talks a lot about metaphysics, uh, spirituality, and rewiring your brain in order to become the person who you really intend to be in this life. Don't be, one thing that I see a lot of people and who, one thing I, I've seen within myself is that there's this conflict between who I'm trying to be and who I am right now. And it's to realize that there is no difference between the two. I am that person who I am trying, quote unquote, air quotes, trying to be. I am that person. Because by me even making the effort every day to exemplify what that person would do does not in itself make me that person. I don't know if that made sense, but it makes sense to me at least, you know. It makes sense at least to me. Um, some things that I've been doing, I've been I've been I've been around a lot of artists lately. And I got to witness my boy uh Nathan uh, and if you know, go stream his music. N T H N Nathan. Go stream his music right now. Uh, he just released what was the title of the single? He just released the single on Friday. That'd be a hitting, and then more music to come. But I was in the studio with him uh, because I'm recording for a project uh, that I'm doing, and. It's there's times where he was trying to explain certain things, but he couldn't really say it completely. And what I think it is is that there's everyone has this. There's logical thinking, and then there's like abstract, where it honestly you go by how you feel. And I, I'm a big feeler. I think I go more so how I feel about situations rather than logically thinking them through or even I communicate how I feel 
as opposed to like I guess everyone communicates how they feel, but it's not like a step by step methodical. This happens, this whatever. I'm trying my best to get better to that to provide a better story, but it's more like I'm here. I'm saying point A, point D, point F, point G, and I'm putting them all together to connect to point D. It's very, it's very all over the place, and it's hard to keep track of sometimes. But it's weird because it makes sense to me. It makes complete sense to me. If you guys were to see the amount of stuff that I'm, the amount of fields that I'm in, and I'm working in, right now. You'd be like, what the fun? You know what I mean? Like, but it's, it's, I don't think that anyone is supposed to just be a, a freaking sales associate or a, a, at a freaking shoe store or something, or even a corporate tax accountant. We're, we're very multi dimensional when it comes to each individual. You could have Joe, John Doe, who's an accountant at, freaking uline and people think that he's just an accountant no but he likes to go fishing you know he likes to learn about bird watching you know he loves to he loves to hike you know he also has skills in actually performing a couple a couple instruments it's all these things that these individuals all these individual skills that he has, but he's only primarily focusing on how to make money by being an accountant. What's to, what's to say that he combines all of those things together to see, to create something, you know? <laughs> and that's kind of the, the crux. That's kind of the, the way that it's not even kind of that is the way that I'm living my life. I'm taking all the things that I'm interested in and I'm combining them all into one thing, making myself a universal man. And I think that's, I have a strong feeling that that's going to be the way that people make most of their money in the, in the days to come, in the future, in my lifetime. Gone are the days of specialization. Gone are the days of working at one. Those, those days have been gone for a while now, but those days where you go work in the government for 30 years, for 50 years, retire, and then call it, call it a day. I think those days are over. I think people are going to start having multiple careers for years on end. And as you create these things, as you come into more realizing your full potential, it feels better. You your your heart feels lighter. You it, you feel closer to God, bro. You feel closer to Allah, you feel closer to whatever you call the creator, to oneness, you know, to the universe, whatever people call it. But you feel closer. I feel art moves culture, but I think art moves the soul as well. Art is very healthy for the soul. And as you make each piece, you discover more about yourself and the world around you. These are all pieces to this big puzzle of what this experience is, this human experience, this this life. Because there's life after death too. And that, I don't know what that's like because I haven't died. Fun fact, I don't even think I can die because I've never died before. 
and <laughs> uh, but yeah, these these situations they they allow you to they allow you to make sense of everything around you. The more that I create, the more that I record, the more that I uh, draw, the more that I write. I'm starting. To, I I understand something about another individual, which allows me to understand people better. As I was recording yesterday and seeing how the creative process is for Nathan, and seeing how does he, you know, the struggles and everything, I I have a strong feeling that I'm going to be able to go to whatever to. Uh, different artists and help them out when it comes to recording or creative directing or even being a uh, a ghostwriter. I don't even know. But <clears throat> I can, it's almost as if that there's a formula underlining kind of everything and you can place that formula into many disciplines. That's, that's what I harp on every single time. You can place, you can place that into many, into many things, many fields. The, the the formula of creativity that's <laughs> that's what that means the formula of creativity that's why I want to come talk to you guys today about uh, hope everyone's doing good today I'm about to go uh not really start my day but I'm about to go do some stuff and I hope you guys are too create something today and yeah, I'm gonna holler at you guys, alright? And as always, protect your motion. <laughs>